Hello everyone, welcome to Demon Guys. Today we're going to talk about consulting and how uh, somebody who wants to get into consulting should uh, approach the recruiting process. And Fabio, who has uh, a lot of experience in this, will uh, answer some questions and uh, will give you some details about how to prepare for an interview and the whole process, uh, because different companies have different processes. And uh, I think it's uh, many, many people who want to, to get a job in consulting at first don't realize the complexity and how much work you actually have to put in and what to do exactly. And we'll try to present this to you and to, to give you some, uh, some advice on what should you do. So Fabio, what somebody who wants to get a job at a major management consulting firm should do first when they apply to, to a job? To a major one, I think even before we get into that, I think it's important to uh, be aware that when we say consulting, there's a lot of companies, you know, there's boutiques, there's big Fords, tier two, tier one, and they vary, you know, the application process, but we scope, let's first scope with the main one. So the MBB, you know, McKinsey, BCG and Bain. Um, yeah, I think if you're interest, interested in, in management consulting, from these companies, you need to really be prepared for a lot of case preparation, more so than you might think, because basically uh, for many consulting firms, the interview process, it's not the typical one you would expect from a job. I mean, of course, you need to kind of like uh, pitch yourself, you know, well, how's your experience relevant? You know, well, how do you fit into the, the company in terms of culture, what have you? But the big, big difference is that it's more of a case interview. So then a case, it's like <clears throat> you, it's a simulation of a consulting case that would, for example, take a longer time period of a few weeks, maybe months, but then they streamline a little bit and they present you the core questions, give you some data and you try to solve it within a time frame that can vary from 30 to 45 minutes. And in this aspect of cases, there are kind of two main flavors for case interviews. One where uh, the interviewer will kind of facilitate and they provide information. They have specific a backlog of questions that they will explicitly tell you. You know, they will kind of, in a way, guide you a little bit, so to say. And the other one, which is more of a freestyle, is one where the candidate leads the interview. And then you get like, of course, like a description of the client, but then essentially you have to figure out, okay, that's a client that I, I, this is the goal. And then you have to propose exactly how you would solve it, but you don't get any feedback regarding necessarily whether you're on the, going the right path or not. It's just more open. So for some people that can be very scary, but those are the biggest flavors for the case interviews, I would say. And of course I went all over to explain what a case interview is, but your question mm -hmm. is how do I get there? Yeah, man, you know, if you're a student, try to get very high grades, try to get some, um, you know, do some voluntary work or more experience showing leadership, you know, like, oh, you ran a certain, you know, the typical things you would expect to get into a good master's program. Uh, or if you've been working for a while, I think it's just like, make sure that, you know, you, you have a good CV, you phrase your work in terms of impact and not just on things you've done, you know, really focus, okay, not just, oh, I did X, W, Z, but rather by doing X, I achieved Y, what have you, and try, I mean, it's tough, there's a lot of competition, but just like try to focus on impact, and 
uh, if you can talk to somebody who has worked there or somebody or a coach or find some materials online, there's a lot of guidelines for you to figure out what would be a good CV, so to say. Yeah. I know the first step, there's a test. Yeah. There's a, so how do you prepare for that? Um, It's a good question because I think the test is company can be company specific. So now we're talking with MBB at first. I don't know much about Bain. I think for McKinsey, it's really more of a quantitative test. Yeah, what I've yeah. heard, I, I haven't looked so deep into this. Yeah, you, what you can do is really prepare the, for the GMAT and the kind of thing, really be on top of your game for quantitative skills. Uh, but for BCG, at least for now, I can't say if it's going to be the trend in the future. Many times uh, what, if you, what you get is a sort of a chatbot case, which is very interesting. So instead of doing like GMAT, a lot of maths, they simulate the case interview, but it's with a chatbot. So then you have, I think, it depends on the position in the country. So it could be longer or shorter, but <clears throat> usually my experience was something like uh, 20 minutes and you have like around nine, 10 questions. And then if it's a qualitative question, you know, you if you choose an option, you have to kind of provide a little more context. Why did you choose this? What were the reasons in a few sentences? There is a little bit of number crunching that gives you like a table and you're like, oh, this is the profit or this is whatever. And at the very end, which is very exciting, you have about, I think, one minute to record your uh, advice. So that can be very mm-hmm. exciting because it's very intense. You do a case in 20 minutes and then you need to sum up, you know, oh, yeah, what was the challenge again? What, what was the conclusion that I got from this data? And given this, I think the client should do X or Y or what have you. And beyond that, you don't just say what the client should do. Ideally, you would also say, uh, are there any risks involved? What are the next steps? Not just, oh, they should get them into the market. They should, but what should they do first? What are the risks? So on and so forth. So it's very exciting. I think the BCG one is very, it's very unique in this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, how, how, how long do you think somebody should? I think that's a, a big thing where people, for, for the, let's say, quantitative part, how long do you think somebody should take their time? And after that, because I know companies are, pretty flexible usually with the time they give you to prepare for the interviews. How long would you, do you think somebody should take to prepare for, for each part? If, let's say not somebody that who is really bad at math and they need to study a lot. <laughs> somebody who's, yeah. who's average, but they want to really improve their skills. Like, uh, because I think many people rush it a bit. They feel like the pressure of, oh, I just found this. I should be the first to apply or I should really push. And uh, maybe they don't take their time enough to prepare thoroughly. Interesting. I think uh, actually going back is before you ask, okay, what is the test, but how much time should you prepare for the first part? So really assume you make the first cut so that mm-hmm. they like your CV, you have a phone interview. Uh, man, I, I don't think you have so much time to prepare to be honest for the very first assessment, because usually it's mm-hmm. something that it's scheduled one week or two. So mm-hmm. if it's GMAT, hopefully you've been preparing that before, but then I honestly mm-hmm. don't know a metric. If you're good at maybe a month enough, maybe two weeks, depends how much time you have on your hands. Mm-hmm. For the BCG one, uh, there isn't much material. All you can do is prepare cases if you have them available and try to find online. But so that's for the first, the second step, so to say, but for the real interviews, man, it, it can take a while. Like what I, it, <laughs> I think it depends, you know, if you're, Assuming you've, if you've never worked in consulting or you've never done cases before, I would, and, and let's say if you're if you're working full time, first of all, that's a whole nother thing. But if you've never done this before, I would think at least one month where if you don't have work and if you work, I would say ideally a month and a half, two months so that you can focus just on cases. Because like 
it depends on person, right? So some, for some people, maybe it'll be very easy, but doing cases is kind of like a skill. And it's not that they're in rocket science. It's just that they doing a case in front of somebody, thinking out loud, so being communicating well, doing the maths on the stop well, uh, on your feet, being concrete about why you're calculating things and being clear. It's something, it's not necessarily super intuitive for everybody. It's a skill to develop. And I think if you prepare, ideally you, need, you don't do it by yourself because you want to simulate the interview. So you need to do it with someone. And that means that, for example, if a case takes around 40 minutes or 30 minutes, you give it to someone and then you're going to give feedback. So that's more five minutes of feedback. And then they give you a case. It could yeah, be yeah, I want to get to that. I want to get to the methods of how, how oh, you should. Fair enough. But long yeah. story short, I think a good metric is at least with BCG, they were saying around 25 cases that you should do at least to have some kind of chance of passing. But for others, I mean, a friend of mine who worked in McKinsey, he did 34 cases and he only stopped because he ran out of time. So I think, <laughs> you know, what's the, I think anything close to 25 to 30, if you've, Mm -hmm. If you've never done it before, perhaps you need to do more. So it's, yeah. it's quite a quite a time investment, so to say. Yeah, I, I know somebody who prepared, I think, for like half a year <laughs> for the, yeah, like he did, he really wanted to take his time to prepare, but he made it. So it, it yeah, makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, if you know that's what you like, right? And it's worth the yeah. effort, sure. The tricky yeah. part is if you just think, oh, it sounds really good. I'm going to do it. It takes a lot of effort. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, is this the life that I want? That, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think consultants had a, a, a bit easier life without traveling this year. Like, uh, <laughs> But uh, probably that will stop very soon after the pandemic. It's over. They'll be again with the, all the that, traveling stuff. That's a good point. I wonder, and then we can go deep into the, your next yeah. question. Because I, I, I have this hypothesis. I do think that with the pandemic, I mean, everybody in general will work less from the office. So I'm hoping that in consulting, that will translate into fewer hours traveling, regardless of whether we have vaccines yeah. or not. Yeah. But who yeah. knows, right? It's hard yeah, to predict. who knows? Yeah. And uh, yeah, then uh, what are, where, where do, do you get the materials to prepare? Where do you get the tests? What are the, where do you have any, platforms, groups, forums, well, what, what's um, your advice on that? Uh, my main advice is, first of all, as soon as you as you hear that you, you made the first cut, or even if you want to be proactive, try to find groups online. And when I say online, I'm talking about Facebook, I'm talking about Reddit or some websites that focus just on this. So some case preparation groups, because at the end of the day, like if you want to optimize your preparation, you need to do it with someone else. You know, if you just do cases by yourself, unless you're a genius, which might be the case, I don't know, and that suffice. But for most people, you do need someone else to kind of give you feedback, you know, follow what you're saying. Blah, blah, blah. And that's and that can be a, a huge bottleneck, especially if you work full time and the time zones, right? Because sometimes you find people who are really into, they have the same schedule, same deadline, but they have a different time zone and need to be aware of that. So the yeah. sooner you can find, you can tap into one of these networks, the better it is because then you can just focus on okay finding the materials after because your second question was where do you find the material if you just google stuff you're going to find some but ideally for some of these consulting firms either they can tell you what kind of case or suggest a platform where you can pay a bit and then you get access or depending on the consulting firm if you pass the first so you the first uh, test whether that's the chatbot thing or the gmat style they would give you access to their own partner platform where you have a huge database with cases that they suggest you do and other exercises. So hopefully 
you know, they would at least guide uh, hints. Okay, you can look at this, or they're gonna provide you straight away what the material to study. Okay, that's cool. And uh, how do you get in touch? So you get on those Facebook groups, you just message people, and they're like volunteering to to do this, and you help them. They help you. Yeah, essentially, it's really like an extroverts kind of game. Is really, I felt really bad. I was talking to my girlfriend about this. She was saying, if you're introverted, it this is really against you because especially at the beginning, <laughs> you have to put your you know put yourself out there. So, like you said, you post saying, "Hey guys, this is like for example, I'm." I have an interview in, I don't know, X many weeks. Yeah. And you specify, for example, what's your experience level? Have you done a few cases? Have you never done them? Are you looking? Because, I mean, now we're talking about cases like there's just one thing, but the cases vary depending on the industry as well. Are they, many times they're cross industry, but perhaps you're applying for a position really say on energy. So then mm -hmm. you need to specify, you know, I'm, this is the problem I'm trying to solve. I have this experience and this is my flexibility in the, in my, my and that's my time zone. And then hopefully people will reach out to you straight away. Or you're going to have to just, you know, yourself try to find people who have posted this before and just reach out to them on Facebook, you know, or put your, find a website wherein they say, oh, you're looking for cases, just put your data here. And then they'll reach out to you. Because that happened to me when I was looking for it. I found people on Facebook and via one of those websites. But it sounds super dodgy. You just put your information. But two people reached out to me who have been preparing with quite consistently with. So. Mm -hmm. I think actually, regardless of how you tap into the network, a, a positive experience I can share is that people are really, really willing to help each other. It's really mm -hmm. important. I've met a lot of people who are very smart, very hardworking, very flexible. And it's funny because it's, it doesn't feel like you're competing. It feels more like you're helping each other, in my experience anyway. So I, it was, it's been one of the best things to participate in such a thing is that I've been getting to meet some really, yeah, interesting people willing to help me out and I can help them out. So it's uh, mm -hmm. overall, it's good. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, so do you think, uh, what, what do you think like, other advice that you, you should uh, do on a gift to somebody who wants to apply to to consult management consulting job? Because it's a very, very, I think, tough process. And uh, I think it's very different than other positions where you have a more straightforward recruiting and preparation process. Yeah, I think with, like with anything that requires time and energy investment, make sure, just take a step back and try to figure out, okay, what's, do I really, why am I applying for this? What am I looking for? Because of course, you know, brands, it's always going to play a factor. So the idea of working a top company, whatever the sector, that's going to have some intangible, but you know what, that doesn't, that's not enough to keep you motivated or the average person, so at the end of the day, try to find out, okay, is this really, does this really tap into my motivation? Is this, is the lifestyle something that I like? Can I handle perhaps not the best work-life balance for a, for a period of time? So that's the first check to do to understand what does a, what does a management consultant do exactly? Because it's very broad. It really depends on the sector, on the company. Try to really get it. Okay, does it make sense? They, they make a lot of money. And if, so, uh, and then that's if right. you think it does, <laughs> then, like I said, as soon as possible, try to tap into uh, those networks, like, okay, the groups of people who are preparing and for the preparation, do as many cases as possible across industry and do some math drills as often as possible, because that's a weird thing. Like, like the maths in these cases usually are not like too complicated unless you're applying for a data science position. One of them, that's also possible. But, uh, what that makes it tricky is the fact that you're having to calculate things quickly in front of someone else. 
and do that in a clear way. Oh, okay, I'm, it's a percent, it's 5% of 20% of 5 million minus whatever. So getting your head around, and it's a muscle, you know, you work out, just you, you do, you're not going to be a genius in two days. It's completely fine. Just take your time, 10 minutes a day. You're going to see a progr uh, some progression. And also, I think one, at least on my side, a little bit, a little bit of a gap. If you haven't worked with uh, financial questions or you haven't studied finance ever, it's good to kind of get your head around some of the concepts like a break-even point, uh, you know, net present value, perpetuity, that kind of thing. You don't have to go really deep, but many questions will kind of expect you to know certain things, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, oh yeah, we're, should, have, should we acquire another company? It's a very interesting question, but if you really want to get to the point of like, not just should we, but how much should we pay for it? You need to understand the difference between the value of a company and the profit of a company, discount rates, you know, and then those kind of jargon things like uh, margins, gross profit margins, you know, fixed costs, that's, you know, so, but that's how we go about it. Just figure out, first of all, do I, do I read, does it really match what I'm looking for? That's the first check. And then if it does, let me tap into some communities and find like-minded people that are really pushing for it. And then to ensure that you're successful. Yeah, as many cases as you can, but always trying to be sane. You know, I think it's better to do a few cases spread out in a week as opposed to doing like two a day in one week. Don't crunch it too much because there's a limit to, you know, it's better to create a habit out of it as opposed to try to crunch too much in a short period of time. And last thing, actually, you know, uh, I think regard because it's very hard to get into those big ones, but I think the whole process can be valuable because it's like if you prepare like 10 cases, prepare, prepare 20 cases, it's almost you're getting a lot of domain specific knowledge across industries and it's very interesting problem solving. So I think like regardless of whether you manage to get into the firm you wanted at the time you wanted, you gather some insights that are transferable to other things. So it's not a waste of time. I mean, of course, it's tiring and stuff, but you do get yeah. something out of it. Yeah, you get value out of it. Yeah, I think so anyway. Yeah. Dude, great. Thank you. And I think we, we, we got some cool information for people who want to play for a consulting job. And uh, see you in the next episode. See you next episode, man. Mm -hmm.